Everybody, uh, my name is Kanan. Welcome to another edition of Geek Vibes Live Interview. I uh, have a very special guest today. Uh, he's uh, David Ann. He's an actor. Uh, he's also a visual effects editor. Uh, you're going to notice him in a huge movie coming out this week called Rampage. Uh, he's also had a role in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the movie Allegiant, uh, and he was also uh, recently in the movie The 1517 to Paris. So, David, uh, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. It's uh, four o'clock here. Uh, I'm in uh, Tennessee, and or where are you, uh, you at actually? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah, oh, okay. so enjoying the little springtime sun, sunny weather here. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, been cold over here, so you know I hope y'all are enjoying the warmth that we would love to have. <laughs> yeah, we need to just like spread the love across the country. That's right. That's it. right. <laughs> 72 degrees across the entire world. <laughs> All right. Well, David, let's jump in, uh, into this interview. Um, so, uh, you know, as I stated, kind of went into a little bit about your uh, background. Um, I, when I was doing some research on you, I did notice that you, you do have some visual editing um, in, in your resume as well as acting, of course. So, yeah. What actually, what actually came first for you? Was it uh, acting or was it uh, being a visual editor? Well, I think uh, the first thing that came was like training um, in acting. Acting was like the first bug that caught me. Uh, I got plucked to do this movie called First Kid with Sinbad way back in the day. Yep. I, was like a yep. little, I, was like, I was like a kid kid and they plucked me and my brother at the mall to play with the with the lead kid and we they were just like can you play video games all day with this kid i was like yeah sure i could do that um and then when that production left uh we just kind of went back to school and just kept kept going with our lives but um i went to school studied uh performance and uh you know it, like most actors when you first come out of school you don't really get that many opportunities right you're a new new person coming into the game and uh I got a chance, I got an opportunity to actually shadow some editors, um, and I, I just loved the process. I loved seeing, like, um, great performers doing take after take and seeing how they adjusted. And for me, that was just, like, an extra level of a master class for me. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of, I had some really great mentors. They, shat they mentored me, kind of Mr. miyagi me, showed me, like, step by step kind of how to do it. And then uh, a couple years later, when the advent of taping technology started taking over for casting, that's when um, I kind of got got an opportunity to really put my name in the hat. Yeah, and it's so funny that you mentioned that movie. I had I actually did not see that when I was you know researching you, but I remember watching that movie at least a hundred times as a kid. It was. Oh, you did see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've definitely seen that movie. The the bratty kid that Sinbad plays the uh, Secret Service agent that he's trying exactly. to, he's on Kid Patrol. Yes, I've definitely seen that movie many, many times. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so you trained to be an actor, and then 
okay, so we'll talk a little bit about your acting. What was your inspiration? Like, you know, you said you started out as a kid, but I mean, was there something that you saw in the movie theaters or, uh, have you always just kind of had that, uh, you know, in your bones, you know, that you wanted to be an actor? No, I mean, being an actor was never something, uh, practical for my family. My parents are immigrants over. So they were like doctor, engineer, and maybe lawyer. Think about it. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, as, as I was doing more training, I got like scholarships because of the arts and that was really a huge part of it. So I had an opportunity to just kind of expand myself a little bit. Um, and then, uh, luckily kind of right when I graduated college, the economy kind of collapsed and, uh, we had the financial meltdown and, uh, basically no road was safe anymore. So it was kind of like, well, where's your heart lie? Where does your heart lie? Because everything's going to be pretty hard for the next couple of years. And that's what gave me an opportunity to just kind of pursue it. Yeah, and I applaud you for sticking with it because we I actually went out to Los Angeles uh, last summer and we went to a restaurant mm-hmm. and the waiter was a, uh, you know, was a, a, well, he's wanting to be a comedian, but he was also wanting to be an actor as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just really have to bust and, and work hard at it. You know, it's not something that people think they can just get into. I mean, there are some people that grow up in that family and uh, they get into it, but I mean, you're, you sound like, you know, you've worked really hard at it. So, you know, I applaud you for sticking with it because a lot of people could get discouraged and, and just give up and, you know, look, you're, it is a very discouraged, it can be a very discouraging industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, for me, I, I just love this industry. I love everything about it now. You know, I was working behind the scenes, just trying to help directors see their vision. And then as of late, I've had more chance to just play in the sandbox. But anywhere, if I can be on the playground, then I enjoy it. And that is not work for me. So, you know, like Confucius said, if you find something you love to do, you'll never work another day in your life. And I stick by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we cover movies, uh, you know, we're not actually, you know, in the films where we cover it. And, you know, I think we, we love it just as much as the actors do, you know, y'all give oh. back to us, but we, we're entertained and we love giving back to people and getting, you know, getting a chance to speak with people that are in the industry, you know, yeah. a dream come true. So, I mean, uh, honestly, it's, that's one thing I actually do love about it more than theater. I know a lot of actors always talk about how much they love theater. I love film and TV because it's so democratized. It's a shared experience by so many people all around the world. And um, I love everyone that covers it, that likes to talk about it, that watches it. Like we're all part of the same community and that energy is what keeps this thing going. Oh yeah, no doubt. So, and, yeah. and speaking of, you know, television, you know, you, you, you've played in some, uh, you know, television roles uh, here and there. Uh, one of your roles was in the ABC's Mar- Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about, um, you know, what it was like being on set, you know, working with Marvel? Because, you know, right now uh, they're one of the biggest franchises, you know, you know, going to date. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually, um, you know, is going on six years now. So what, what was it like being on that show? Well, it was, first of all, I'm a comic book nut. I actually, I had, I still have like, I think a thousand comics back home, like in my collection. Nice. I was pretty serious and um, used to go to the conventions before Comic-Con became really popular, you know, um, when it was really much more of a fringe thing. And there I was on set 
being tortured by Ghost Rider. And I was like, what is happening right now? Um, but they are such a incredibly efficient um, team and they have such great fun with everything they do. I think they recognize that um, they they are doing something for the entertainment of the people and it's for the people. So we everyone had a blast, like the cast and crew really got along with each other. And so, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was really awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that vibe from everybody that works with Marvel that they it's not a job that they love coming to work or you know really coming to play you know that they just love being part of that family you know whether you're a one-timer or if you're behind the scenes no matter what you know if you're robert downey jr down to the guy that brings the coffee it's like they just love doing it they just love being a part of marvel and uh disney so um you know you said you had the scene with ghost rider and since you're a visual effects editor um are you like giving like tips and stuff like how you would like adjust his flames and you know <laughs> is he wearing a mask or, or something no, that no, makes him no. look like Ghost Rider? Um, I definitely I mean the one thing I get asked that a lot is like since I'm an editor am I editing like performances as I'm doing it I actually think my experience working in those mediums makes me trust the professionals that are on that team much more because I know what they can do and I know what they're trying to achieve. So I don't actually need to question it. I actually understand what they're going for. So I can just let them do their job and I can just play completely unencumbered in my playground. And it's great. When you're, when you're face to face with, uh, you know, Gabriel Luna who plays ghost rider, does he have a, a prop mask on or is he just, is it just him? And then they, you know, go in afterwards and, and add the effects. Oh, I, I don't know for every instance, but in our scenes, he didn't have a mask on. They just kind of tracked his head. Uh, and oh, just okay. Just motion capture. Though I think doing, having like a cardboard mask might be yeah. really funny. So uh, maybe in other episodes they do that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would just be a, a, a great visual to have, you know, to kind of respond with, you know, I know it's not going to be the full effects, but just something that you can kind of look at and, you know, kind of be scared of. But I mean, I guess that just goes into acting as well, but you know, sometimes you see them do that. They'll have some type of prosthetic on to kind of give the effect or the illusion that you're looking at it. Well, like Hen Henry Simmons, uh, my scenes were with Henry Simmons and, um, and uh, Gabriel Luna and, both of those guys are quite a bit bigger than me, so that's kind of all the scary I needed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have have you been contacted uh, by Marvel again uh, to maybe reprise a role? Uh, I mean, not reprise, but to play a role um, in another upcoming uh, movie or maybe another TV show? Or have you thought about maybe doing anything with uh, DC Comics? Um, I haven't yet. Uh, I'd love to play. Um, I, I've always, like I said, I'm a comic book nut. So I've always followed like the Amadeus Cho character in the Hulk series. And okay. if they ever bring that on, that'd be great. Um, I don't know. I haven't been approached by, so Marvel TV and Marvel film are kind of separate units, but, um, so hopefully I can go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then hopefully maybe one day join the MCU. Um, DC also, they're killing it right now. I thought Wonder Woman was fantastic. Yeah. And I can't wait to see kind of where the evolution with like Aquaman and Flash comes, uh, goes into. Yeah, DC's got some nice uh, films coming out with Shazam. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Definitely getting started. Um, so... 
um, a little before we get into Rampage because I know everybody wants to to hear about that film. Uh, yeah. You know, I noticed that you you did some visual effects for uh, Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how much time actually goes into that? Since Transformers is a very um, visual effects heavy film. Oh, it's a very intense process for lots of people. Um, I think people, there's like thousands of people that work on a film like that. And uh, I, I was on the editorial side, just kind of working with ILM and digital domain and multiple visual effects houses. And it's almost two years, a uh, solid process of uh, multiple long days, like 16 hour days sometimes. Um and everyone is just pouring their heart, soul, and art into it. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a very ambitious film, and I was very proud of it. I, was, I thought it was one of the the, um, ambitious, the most ambitious Transformers that came out. And, uh, yeah, so um, I, I love working on these big, big-budget films that's just basically a huge traveling circus with hundreds and thousands of crew um, trying to create something. It's like a large magic trick for the world. Yeah, uh, Dark of the Moon's one of the better Transformers films, and, um, you know, I could just imagine, you know, having to go through, because, I mean, there's only a few people that are actual, you know, uh, you know, li- you know, humans. Most of the film, you know, you're dealing with backgrounds, visual effects for backgrounds, all of the Transformers. So, yeah. did you, did you get to work directly with Michael Bay, um, as far as, like, what he wanted, uh, or, um... Yeah, he's uh, and he's very, very, he's very, very clear with his vision. He has a very clear vision, which is, you know, some people say it's, it's chaos or chaos, Michael yeah. Bay chaos. But he really, he really thrives in that environment, and he really knows how to get the best out of of like that entire chaotic setup. I, I don't know anyone that shoots action that viscerally that that he does and uh, i learned so much working on that project it was it was a it was another level of master class every single day i went into work yeah i think other than michael bay i would have to say Zack snyder him and uh, mm-hmm. michael bay are probably the two best directors when it comes to you know visually stunning films their, yeah. their films are just some of the best and the detail that goes into the films uh is mm-hmm. unmatched in a lot of ways um, yeah so let's talk about Rampage. Um, mm-hmm. You play a character called Kaplan. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about who your character is? Uh, yeah, um, I can. I can talk a little bit broadly, but Kaplan is part of the U.S. military, and based on the trailers, you can see that um, Dwayne Johnson's best friend George, the the albino gorilla, becomes one of the rampaging monsters. And unfortunately, as they're destroying cities and hurting people, killing people. Um, the U.S. military has a job to try to protect those cities. Unfortunately, that may go against Dwayne Johnson's trying to protect his buddy George. So we may come head to head in certain areas. Uh, now, is George an albino in this movie because they because of copyright issues with Kong? Like they can't make him actual actually look like a a brownish black type gorilla. Is that why he's albino? Because he wasn't in the game. So can oh, we... I don't I don't know about that. That's a good that's a good theory. Um, I do know that they I do know that they 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 built it into the story that as an albino gorilla, he was actually a prized animal 
to be for poachers. So he was a poaching target um, because you you can sell um, an albino gorilla for much more on the black market. So um, I don't know about that theory, but um, yeah, I can see how that could be possible. <laughs> okay. So do yeah. now you, does your character interact a lot with Dwayne Johnson, uh, Dwayne Johnson's character? Like, do, do y'all have any uh, action scenes together? Uh, I don't fight Dwayne Johnson, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. It wouldn't be a very interesting <laughs> fight. I'm um, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, he's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, it's movie magic. Um, Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, I, I, we do have scenes together, but uh, I will say the first time I went on set, I didn't realize how big Dwayne Johnson is. I mean, I imagined he was, but like his arm is about the size of my head. Like his bicep is about the size of my head. And I was like, okay, yeah, uh, that's Hercules right there. Yep. Yeah. Now, so does your character, Kaplan, do you work more closely with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character? Uh, yeah, we probably have, uh, we have uh, more interaction in that, in that thing. He, he represents kind of a, um, an unspoken division of the U.S. Mil- or the U.S. government. So uh, he's he's kind of more the black ops type of type of guy. And Dwayne Johnson's just a zoologist, so he kind of doesn't belong in our world at all. <laughs> so what's it like working with Jeffrey Dean Morgan? I mean, you're 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 with. Negan from The Walking Dead. <laughs> I know he probably. I mean, even in the trailer, he even has kind of the same speech pattern that he does with Negan. He's got that swagger. So, so I mean, what's it like? Yeah, what's it like? Yeah, he's got the Texan swagger, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's he's really charismatic, man. He's a. I think he really does have that kind of swagger to him. Um, yeah. I, I was trying to figure out a way that I could get him a prop bat because I wanted to like get a photo of me being like Glenn and him just like batting, batting me. But it was such an intense, it was intense shooting day. So we didn't really have the time for that, but, um, really nice guy, really, like really on point in all his scenes. I mean, the guy's a total vet in the industry. Uh, how, how long did you actually work on the film? Uh, work for a couple weeks, couple uh, weeks. down in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, they film a lot of movies in Atlanta. Is it all done in a studio, or is it or is some of it done uh, in uh, practical locations, like you know, out in the city? Um, I know that they shot a lot in Chicago, like outside in the city. Uh, a lot of our scenes were done inside, but the one thing I will give a lot of credit is, uh, like you said, I've done a lot of visual effects. I went in prepared to to act against a lot of tennis balls and grease green screens, but Brad Payton he really built out almost everything so there wasn't green screen on set it was just he recorded shot everything for us to react to every video screen everything he could do to make it real he did and i give him so much credit for that so is there a stand-in for george or like a like a visual effect that that you can see of george while you're filming or do you just having to pretend that he's there no, uh, certain certain times they would actually have kind of the mock-up of George, and you could kind of see uh, the the relative size of what he was. So, um, Brad Payton is definitely a performer's director. All right. So, is there is there anything uh, you know about the film that you, that um, you know that we haven't really covered that you can uh, divulge, just kind of like a like a sneak peek that we haven't seen yet? I think people are gonna really love George. Um, it, the visual effects was done by Weta, uh, predominantly Weta, the same people that did the Planet of the Apes movies. And George and um, 
The Rock have such great chemistry. Like, I think people are really going to fall in love with George. And it's it's funny. It's really, really funny. They're really great together. Did you have any input on this film, uh, visual effects-wise? Did you go back and do any editing or, uh, you know? Oh, any, no, no, no. Nothing? Uh, okay. When I'm acting in a film, I, I go in to do just that. And uh, if they hire me to do editing on the film, then I do just that. I, I don't... I've never had the opportunity, nor have I tried to ever cross cross the two bridges on the same project. Have you? Uh, are there any films that you've kind of, you know, shadowed or, or worked on that you, you know, they didn't really like give you credit for any of the, you know, any past movies, kind of bigger movies that you've done visual effects work on? Oh, um, I don't know if I can say it, but yeah, there have been a couple where. I was just covering uh, covering for people that were sick for maybe a week or so. And, you know, when everybody is in the ed- editing bunkers next to each other, we just kind of help each other out for here and there. But not enough that you would warrant really getting a credit for if it's just a couple days or a week or so. Um, but, yeah, some other big movies. I won't say it just because I don't know politically if that's good or not. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's great to just see other big temple projects. And the one lesson I'll take away is that every project is really difficult. So no matter how bad a movie is, no one goes out to try to make a bad movie. Everyone pours so much in to try to make a great movie. It's just a very complicated um, coalescence to be able to make a fantastic movie. I think everyone actually goes in with the best of intentions. Yeah, I agree. And I think nowadays everything is so caught up with critics and and, and tomatoes that people are mm-hmm. losing sight of, you know, just going in and enjoying the film. And, you know, and they want to tear it down and, and tear apart yeah. the, the people who direct it. And they don't realize that, you know, that's a lot of vision and hard work that goes into it. And a lot of people that put their time and effort into a movie and whether or not you enjoy, enjoy it, you know, that's your, you know, uh, prerogative. But um, I think, you know the tearing it down and stuff like that as a comic book fan. Uh, and you know, you've been with Marvel. I'm sure you've probably seen the war between DC and Marvel fanboys. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, just, you know, so, you know, you definitely, I, I, always, to... I always look at it as, I don't know if you saw the Roger, the Roger Corman, fantastic fours or I've some of the it. old, the old, yeah. old comic book movies, comic book movies used to be really not good. Yeah. So, like anything we have now is such a huge bonus from what we had before. So I think as an audience, we're a little bit spoiled in this age because the comic book movies are really hitting it at the top of the game right now. Yeah, I agree. I think we I think we go into a movie and I think we want it to be the way we would write it or the way we want it to be. And, right. you know, and we walk out disappointed rather than just going in and enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. So. And see that if you're a fan of this property or a fan like i'm a fan of rampage i'm a fan of the arcade game yes and um and you know that they created a story that's heartfelt and actually has a story because the video game didn't really have much of a story um but that they actually brought this to life is so amazing to me and i i and i really did enjoy the movie i think the movie is fantastic yeah. And speaking of the Rampage game, uh, so we'll, we'll go back to that real quick. In the movie, do we get to see, if you can answer this, great. If not, I understand. But do we get to see any time in the movie George or any other animals crawl up the building and smash in a window and grab somebody out of it like they did in the video game? Well, you will definitely see a lot of nods to the video game. If you, I, I won't go into detail because I don't want to give spoilers away. Okay. 
But there are definite nods to video game fans, and they will definitely see it. Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm actually yeah. going. Uh, I'm going to see it a little bit early this week, so I'm excited uh, get the chance to see it um, before others. Uh, it's one of my most uh, anticipated movies. Uh, summer actually starts. Uh, in April now for for me especially for movies uh, yeah. so I'm I'm excited I know this movie actually got bumped up because Infinity War uh, moved up a week so yeah that's uh, a monster that's a monster that you got to move, move around for, for sure. yeah, yeah. but it's such a great it's such a great April though it's gonna be such a great April I mean come on a bunch of great movies coming back to back it's yeah. amazing. And it's got the star power of The Rock and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, so I think the movie's going to do really, really well. And I think it's yeah. going to be huge overseas. I, I think you, the movie's going to do great internationally. Um, yeah. People love fighting monsters. So Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, David, before I let you go, uh, are there any upcoming projects or charities or anything you'd like to plug or you know talk about before we uh, wrap it up today? I uh, just got a couple movies that are coming out uh, more kind of like – dramas coming out at the end of the year um one with uh mahershala ali and beagle mortensen called the green book um based off of the historical kind of uh book about uh, in the kind of deep south 1960s um i'm really looking forward to that and then um yeah charities um i i still back uh animal hope and wellness in um sherman oaks they're uh they're a nonprofit that they go to actually Asia and uh, the owner, he actually frees hundreds of puppies that are kind of locked into the dog meat market over there. And uh, he comes back and he just goes on these crusades and he's such a, he's such a uh, incredible fighter for, for dog and, and dog rights and animal rights over there. So I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a very noble cause. I've seen videos and images, and I don't. I can't watch them again. It's just I'm an animal lover, and I can. Yeah. yeah that's that's hard to watch. So that's that's great that you're actually um, you know a part of that charity. Um, yeah. But David, it's been really great talking to you. Um, you too. Thank uh, you for having. I appreciate you going into a little bit about Rampage. Uh, definitely yeah. talking about uh, you know the kind of ins and outs of being a visual effects editor, and. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of make the fanboys mad, but uh, since you said you're big into comics, are okay. you? If it's the Avengers versus Justice League, who's coming out on top? Ooh! Wow! Not the movies, the comics. We don't want to yeah. talk about Justice League, the movie. It's tough because DC. I mean, the DC Justice League. They're almost they're almost all gods, right? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, you know, it, that's that's kind of a tough thing, but. I would say I think Tony Stark might come up with something wily to be able to even the playing field. So, uh, and then of course you got the Hulk. Come on, the Hulk versus Superman. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. So, um, I I will say logically Justice League, but my heart I would say I got to give it to the underdogs and give it to the Avengers. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. You heard it first. David Ann (laughs) is a a Marvel uh, MCU fanboy, and he's chosen the Avengers uh, (laughs) to take take out the Justice League. So, David, yeah, it's been great having you. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can connect again when uh, uh, your movie comes out later this year. That's a huge movie, Viggo Mortensen and uh, Marshala Ali. That's some uh, some great actors to to be working with, so. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you giving me the time and I hope you have fun and enjoy that sunshine out there in Los Angeles.
Thank you, and I hope you enjoy Rampage, man. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to look for you, too. <laughs> okay, man. All Take right, care. have a good one. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Just want to let everybody know that today's interview was brought to you by Movie Tees. Awesome movie-inspired t-shirts available at www.movitees.com. That's movietees without the E dot com. You can use code GVN at checkout for 10% off store-wide.